Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things pop culture related. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin, the man himself. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing Gunpowder Milkshake, the latest Netflix original um, not series, excuse me, the latest Netflix original film that is out there starring Karen Gillian, Carla Giano, uh, Freya Allen, and wait, is that yeah, Carla Giano? Yeah, and um, the, the one and only Lena Heatley. I'm sorry about that. And before we begin today's review, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener uh, to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and over on Twitter at Film Optics. Devin, how are you today, my man? <laughs> I'm doing good. I really want a milkshake. I did too. That ooh, movie ooh, had just a lot of good milkshakes. And what you, I was going to say, what's your favorite milkshake? Yeah, I was actually going to ask you the same thing. I, I'm more of a basic person, so I'm just going to go with the the old uh, the the old cookies cookies and cream. Myself. That is mine as well. Oh, there we go. There we go, man. But I, definitely, I, but definitely chocolate over vanilla or oh, chocolate. for sure, absolutely. But if cookies yeah. and cream is an option, oh yeah, <laughs> that's well, the way to go. You, you, do you remember uh, Steak and Shake? Yeah. We even th- we went there because we were poor and there was four dollar dinners. It was it was actually really good though. Like the, the skinny, like I really like the super skinny fries. That was probably my favorite because they were perfect for dunking into your milkshake. So that's what I really really liked about it. So I was like, hmm, this isn't this isn't half bad, not half bad at all. We had to scrounge up quarters for that, dude. Oh man, it's <laughs> now that we're like older. It's like man, like. I, I have all this. It's like I could I could go to to uh, not Quaker Steak, but um, uh, Steak and Shake. Literally, like every day well, of the week. They're all, all kind of closed, so it's kind of hard. That are oh, are they really a lot okay. of them? Oh, so uh, I so are they going like out of business? Business? Or yeah, is it I think just, so. Oh, I did not know that. I did not know that at all. That is this movie uh, really could have helped them too. Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate, but I understand the um. <laughs> I, I I understand why they're kind of shutting that place down. But it's it's kind of like what if they ever shut down Taco Bell? Like that that would just throw the entire nation into like some kind of peril, like one hundred percent. But I don't know. But before we begin today's review, uh, getting back on track here. Um, as of this recording, we are recording it prior to its release, but it's going to be released after it uh, releases on Netflix. But we just wanted to say thank you, Netflix for sending us the screener um, for us to review to our wonderful, lovely, lovely listeners out there. Um, So uh, before further ado, we're going to get into our gunpowder milkshake review right after this. I need to exchange some books. Come. Well, girl, you'll need a Jane Austen. A Virginia Woolf. And an Agatha Christie. For reading. All right, and we're back with Gunpowder Milkshake Review. Devin, there seems to be a lot of mixed reviews about this because as of this recording today, um, the the review embargo is up. And I see a lot of people out there who really, really enjoy this film. Um, the The few I've seen have been positive, but I haven't seen many. 
Yeah, I and I, I definitely agree with that statement. I, I definitely feel like I um I fall into the minority here, but you know, we'll get into our initial reactions, our non-spoiler um thoughts first. And as always, we will get into our spoiler section a little bit down uh long along the road. Um, like Devin said, I feel like this might be more one of our shorter reviews, uh, just to kind of throw that out there. But I wanted to throw it to you, Devin. Give me your thoughts about gunpowder milkshake. Well, I guess we kind of have to just have to attack the elephant in the room. Just the the John Wick comparison. It's going to be inevitable. Like just this type of movie, um, kind of like a mysterious organization that hires hitmen to kill people. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pretty basic plot, but John Wick's kind of like the the top of the line for that type of movie. Like the top of the class, just like the best you could possibly do. Because John Wick's, they're all just amazing. <laughs> they only kept getting better somehow. Yeah, they had, yeah. That, it's, it's I don't. I don't know if I would say it's un, unfair to compare it to that, but it is really a similar type of story setup. Um, but I, I did overall. I would say I enjoyed it overall. Definitely had some issues, but it was it was a nice fun ride. It didn't take itself seriously at all, which is the good part. It yeah. takes itself less seriously than John Wick does sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I, I would agree with that statement. Um, for me, well, actually, let me read the plot synopsis really quick. It's very, very short. It's like you said, you know, that it kind of just cuts straight to the point. It's just three generations of women fight back against those who couldn't, uh, who could take everything from them. Um, I, I will say when I first watched this movie, you know, I did try to watch Fear Street Part Three, uh, which is now up on the, on, up on the podcast for everyone to listen to our review of that. And I tried to watch gunpowder milkshake all of them the same day. And um, I'm not, it, it was just a long day, you know, working and then going to the gym, coming home and then, you know, trying to knock out two movies. Uh, I will say that like the first hour of this movie, at least for me, it was just a little bit more on the slow side. Um, I mean, there were like, you know, the few little action sequences in between, but um, once, um, you know, once the second hour started hitting, because I think this movie it, runtime is like 154, 155, something like that, or 152, um, it, it really started picking up its momentum in the second half, which I was really, really excited for because I was very, very worried for there for a second. But I do agree about the John Wick vibes. Uh, it, it, it was just there all over the place, but just a a loosely based story where, you know, like the things are there, but the, the universe isn't as well built as John Wick. Not yet anyway, but there um, will be a sequel. It's already been greenlit. Yeah. Yeah. And you can definitely see that, you know, once you get farther into the movie, they do definitely set, set up for a future installment. So hopefully the, the second part will be a little bit better. Um, than, than the first, it, at least for me, like I said, it just started off very, very slow ask, um, you know, with Karen Gillian, like I love her, but I don't know if she can necessarily like carry this role by herself because a really big selling point for this movie is Lena Headley's in it. And everyone knows her from, you know, her amazing work from game of Thrones. Um, um, just, just something recently that I kind of popped up with because I know she's been in other things as well, but that, that, that's been like, you know, her, her cornerstone, like her crown jewel, um, as of late. And I think she's also in fighting with my family, but yeah, it's like, I, I was, I was there for both, you know, for Karen and for, 
uh, Lena and um, I mean, I think Karen did a really good job, but I, I think Lena still kind of, you know, stole the show. Like she is more seasoned. She is more better an act- actor, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much my, my, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Oh, okay. I think, I think Karen Gillan did a great job. She's like slowly becoming a, an action star kind of with, um, with Jumanji and obviously oh, the God. Avenger movies as Nebula. Oh, she's, of course. Uh, she's great kind of nailing movie. down these, these action type roles. I thought yeah. she was great in this too. Yeah. Like, in, don't get me wrong. Like I, I did enjoy Karen in this movie. It's just, I feel, I felt like I, I, I guess it's more, we've seen her in such more of a supporting role that it's like, it's weird to see her like kind of try to carry a movie by herself. Um, it but obviously, you know, as the movie progressed, like there are more characters that are introduced um that definitely help fill out those roles. Um, but I gotta say, really quick before we get into spoilers, I I didn't really care for the um for for the quote unquote bad guys, like the villains. Like they were literally Yeah, that's kinda, that's definitely the weak point, the weakest point of the movie. Yeah, like they were just they were just there. And I was like, I mean, who's this guy again? So like, you know, went on my second rewatch when I, you know, was awake. Um, <laughs> um not sleep deprived from work. It I mean, it's just, cool that they got Paul Giamatti, but he didn't really do much. He's just kind of the mm-hmm. the overarching guy who has the henchmen do everything else. Yeah. yeah. The henchmen are just all really, <laughs> really generic. Yeah, well, like super, super generic. And even with like Paul Giamatti's like crew, like the firm is what they call it. Like we didn't really spend any time with them. They were kind of just there as a collective to like kind of serve as like the jurors for like the firm or like, you know, to fill out the firm um, in, in and of itself. But like the first like 10 to 15 minutes, I loved it. And it kind of like dipped down for me. And then, oh, sorry, um, it kind of, it, it sped back up which is what I really, really likes. And I was like, Oh, this, this could actually work. I actually like this a lot, but yeah, that, that was pretty much my initial thoughts. Anything else you wanted to get into before we uh, dive into spoilers? Let's do it. All right, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be doing our spoiler review. That is your first warning. Again, that is your second warning. We're going to be doing spoiler reviews or our spoiler talk section whatever you want to call it for gunpowder milkshake so if you haven't seen the movie go watch it and come back and listen to the rest of the show so Devin, i i don't really know if there was much of a twist in this movie but um i i really liked all the 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 uh the the bad battery uh fighting style like it, it was it was really really nice yeah i really the, the scenes that stood out to me were the bowling alley scene and the mm. the hospital scene i thought those were <laughs> really really cool oh the hospital scene was actually really really funny because at first yeah. i was like how is she gonna handle this you know she she gets injected with like these these jelly arms and then um you know when, when she saves the girl um who i think she was also in tooth fairy with the rock I believe um, that was a while ago, so that was not her. I she was she was, was in the one with Dave Bautista that came out. That was it. I'm sorry. See, everyone's getting their their actor uh, wrestler names mixed up already. So <laughs> we got that handled out. It's but- weird that she's not on the cover. She's like the second biggest character in the movie. What, what, what did you think about her as a character? 
Because I, I mean, feel like she didn't do too much. It's kind of cliche just having the innocent kid follow you throughout. I don't really like the ending they gave her because it's kind of counterproductive because um, Karen Gillan's character throughout the whole movie is kind of like upset at her mom for bringing her into this world and then leaving her. And then they're also going to bring this other eight-year-old into the world, <laughs> which is weird. And then Karen's going to desert her and the cycle of yeah. hatred continues. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that part, but I think she was fine overall. Other than that, she has some funny lines. Yeah, she did. She definitely did. But yeah, I, I would definitely have to agree with you there, Devin. More, more so than not, it was it was just the the fighting sequences were really really good. Just yeah, I love in the bowling much- alley when when she gets the jacket. Like that's <laughs> such a cool moment because, like, how do you pull off like a bowling jacket and make it look cool? I don't know how she did it, but it looks so good. I guess Karen's the only one who can pull that off. Yeah, yeah. She she did a great job. Um, yeah, Big like Kill Bill I, vibes when she puts that jacket on. <laughs> Hex, yeah, man, like that was fantastic. Um, yeah, like but between all the the action scenes, it was those are the things that really stuck out to me, and I just didn't really care too much about the story. Like I went into this movie, you know, I was kind of I was really really excited. You know, I watched uh, uh, Fear Street Part Three, sixteen sixty six, and then I was like, right, you know, I just watched a good movie. Let's let, let's keep the momentum going, and then. It kind of just like halted, and I was just like, "Oh, well, I mean, that's fine." And then, like, I was kind of waiting for it to pick back up, and by that next thing I knew, I was asleep, and the movie was like pretty much over. But when I rewatched it today, um, it really just with Lena Headley and, and and the rest of the cast, they they really did shine. And the one that know, stole the show to me was Michelle Yao. Michelle yeah. Yeoh, I thought she yeah. had some really awesome moments with that chain. Just whipping that thing around, <laughs> dude. She was she was a master of that chain, like one hundred percent. I was just like, wow, this is really really awesome. And then Lena Healy's like uh, knife guns, I guess. Yeah, those that bayonets, cool. pistols. Yeah. Well, what did you think of the library? And just, I mean, I guess it's a, it's, that, a, it's a pretty interesting setting. I think mm-hmm. they could have done a little bit more with it. I like how the books have various weapons and money and paraphernalia in them <laughs> gold <laughs> i was like man oh man like these books have everything like how long does it take you to like cut out something like that but no that, that was really really cool but yeah um what was the uh, villain's name i can't remember jim McAllister was the one in the diner okay and okay. paul giamatti was nathan so would Paul technically be a villain, or is do you think he's yeah because an anti villain? They're setting it up to where they're gonna hunt all of them down in the sequel, which again is very John Wick esque. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, I keep going back to it, and I really, really hate doing that. It's just like the the movie itself. Like, I definitely think people should check it out. Like, it is one of those like cool like action summer blockbusters. That people can kind of. It, it really is perfect for Netflix. Yeah, it really is. Really, really is. So between like this and like the old guard or oh, extra- definitely better than old guard extraction. I I don't know about that. Ooh, you're you're I, the extraction hater here, not me, dude. That movie was just nothing but a a a two hour action scene. That's all. I, that's all you need. It's perfect. <laughs> They just kept moving from location to location. I was like, oh my gosh, slow down just a little bit, please. 
Um, but no, I, I guess I, I care more about the the child in this movie than from extraction. <laughs> Did not care about him whatsoever. I think honestly, people watched extraction for um not Tom Hiddleston, I'm sorry. Uh Chris Hemsworth. Like that was literally the only reason why they're like, ooh, an MCU. Uh, actor and something ended up having amazing action scenes, which is all you can ask for. I can't believe that's getting getting to like number. Can't wait. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. How how does cursed get canceled? And we're getting extraction. That's that's just me. I I, I don't know. Well, one's a movie and one's a apparently below average show. (laughs) Got him. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt a lot. Oh, and had Kevin Langford. How could you? Oh, man. It was, I'm not saying it was perfect, but I mean, Netflix did cancel Daredevil before its time, before Disney even requ- acquired the rights back to those uh, Netflix characters. I'm like, y'all could have went at least one more season. But I don't know. Hopefully they won't do the same thing with Virgin River because that's my mom's like favorite show on Netflix right now. I think they just released season three. I'm like, well, you I'm like, you better pray they get a fourth. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, Netflix usually tends to cut the cords on a lot of their stuff. So um, but yeah, uh, back to the the movie review. Sorry about that. Got a little sidetracked. But um it I, I thought it was I thought it was fine overall. Like, you know, I it did really I had really good action sequences. I like the mother-daughter dynamic uh between uh Karen Gillen and Lena Headey. I thought that was really, really nice. The librarian librarians were really, really nice touch. They I love when she pulled out that that giant machine turret from the <laughs> van at the end. Oh yeah. And she told um she told the girls she put headphones on, she was like you might want to turn this up a little loud. <laughs> that's, that's also one kind of random issue I had. I feel like the music choice could have been better. Like in certain moments, I feel like a better song choice would have been a lot more hype. Yeah, I do agree. The the needle drops were a bit subpar. Like, I mean, they, they were fine, but they were just I, lesser I, known, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I did pick out a few of them, but. Um, I do agree. They should have been should have been like more hyped songs, kind of like how they did in uh, Fear Street uh, trilogy. So you know that that was just that that is something that's a really good point to bring up. Um, but yeah, uh, to be completely honest, there really isn't like too much else to, <clears throat> that I can really come to think of mind about this movie, which kind of worries me a little bit. But definitely going to be watching. Um, you know, when number two comes out. Um, like I said, I I thought. The mother-daughter um, dynamic was was nice, and just all, all the librarians coming together, like they really, truly felt like a a long lost family kind of bring being brought uh, back together again. And just it's a lot of uh, women out there, uh, you know, kicking some um, kicking some uh, <laughs> just you know in the town and whatnot and i mean i wish we knew a little bit more about the firm but hopefully we'll get more of that in uh part two <laughs> so uh i wonder what i wonder if it's going to be called part two or just two like gunpowder two gunpowder part two i don't know gunpowder but, milkshake extra whipped cream <laughs> extra no whipped cherry cream. no cherry the, the, the third is with uh with cherries and and, and sprinkles <laughs> 
<laughs> something like that. But yeah, um, anything else you wanted to bring up before we kind of just get into our um, our scores? Yeah, we talked about how we pretty much liked all the action scenes. The one that I really didn't like was the one in the car garage. Oh, you was, didn't like that one? No. I thought that was kind of dumb because, I mean, if you're imagine being an eight-year-old and you're tasked with driving a car. Like, I remember when I first went out and did, like, a test drive when I was, like, 15 or 16 or whatever, just to see what it's like. I could not turn that thing at all. <laughs> I did not figure like, out the turning radius. <laughs> and she was, like, doing perfect turns left and right. Yeah. Doing everything perfectly. It was just weird. All right. Fair enough there, Devin. But I will say that, you know, for, for an action film, it, I mean, she seemed to know a lot. Like, especially for a girl in her age, she was eight and three quarters. Yes. Eight and three Very quarters. important. <laughs> but um, I actually really wanted to talk about that. that reminds me of uh, the hallway fight and the, uh, the metal. <laughs> I loved it so much. She, that was that. destroyed them with their hands behind her back, basically. I love it how they literally just, they got beat by her. And they're literally just still in the same cast and whatnot. And. The doctor like, was really funny too, but he just huffs the laughing gas when he, whenever he needs it. I mean, I guess any any uh, sane doctor would, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. But yeah, um, I I do agree agree with you there. That that hallway fight scene um, in the uh, infirmary area was was actually pretty good. Um, it, it was just very very clever way of kind of you know not just doing another generic hallway scene, but um, unfortunately, you know, um, the, the villains themselves are, they're just very, very forgettable. Um, you know, I, I won't forget like the rest of the cast, uh, performance in this, in this movie. And, you know, like I said, the second half definitely saved it for me because the first half for me, was just a snooze fest. I don't know what it was. It came off this big hype of watching fear street part three and maybe I was just excited to get into more. And, you know, this was totally different and, kind of just um didn't it didn't uh it didn't let me down but i was kind of just like oh you know like if it's good whatever if not you know that's cool too like i think it's good not great but uh did you want to get into scores yeah all right so i'm actually gonna go first this time around i'm gonna give this one like a solid like just a a, just a, a solid c for me, you know, I've, I've kind of already talked about my, um, my, my reasonings behind everything and just, you know, how I feel about it, but solid C, you know, like I, it, it, it is a uh, franchise that has potential. I think they just need to refine it a little bit more, but what about you? Yeah. I was going to go with uh, C as well. The seventies uh, around there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I saw a lot of people on Twitter said they really, really enjoyed it. And um, I think Jacob said uh, that it was actually in his top five. Um, of the year so far i'm like hey you know more more power to you it's just um you know film film is is subjective and i think a lot of people tend to uh, forget that as much as we you know love to make fun of each other for the things that we like or dislike it's it's all about you know what what the piece of art speaks to you and and what it means to you so that pretty much concludes our review of Gunpowder Milkshake. Again, Devin, thank you all. Uh, thank you for coming on again. And that is a C from Devin and a C from me for Gunpowder Milkshake. You know, it, just to let you guys know, don't let our reviews or like our scores kind of like 
dictate what your experience is going to be. You know, we, we, we review these movies because, you know, we think people should go watch them and form their own opinions and, and have a good time. Um, aside from, uh, like maybe one or two movies that are just like, woo. but, um, yeah, you know, we, we want you guys to kind of just form your own opinions and, you know, just, um, just, just be mindful of other people's opinions when it comes to, uh, liking and disliking movies. But like I said, again, that pretty much concludes our review today. You can follow us again over on film optics at Facebook, um, and, uh, Instagram um, that is optics with an X. And by the time this is out, you can definitely go check out our Loki episode six series finale review. And our part three of fear street uh, 1666 will be up as well. And go ahead and check out our, we, we did a black Widow review a few days ago. We had fear street part one and two prior to that. You know, if, if you're still behind on Loki, you can definitely go back and listen to those episodes as well you know we 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 got you guys covered but uh as of this recording we don't know what's going to (laughs) be what else is going to be coming out that we're going to be reviewing probably space jam uh maybe the green knight Devin. maybe the green knight yeah i don't know when it's coming out but yeah july 30th i believe so that's going to be a lot of fun but yeah, you know, th- those are pretty much uh, everything that we have coming up. And like I said, coming up more than likely TBA, it might be um, Space Jam, probably, because I don't think anything else comes out that week. Um, so we, we we might do something later on in the week for Space Jam, um, probably like on Thursday or a Friday. But um, since as of this recording, since Loki is over, um, we'll be trying to go back to like our regular schedule, which is usually, um, I think we switched it over to Mondays, releasing on Mondays and recording throughout the weekends. So it seems that we are going back to that. Just want to let you guys know, uh, our, all of our wonderful listeners out there. Um, if not, um, if we choose something else, you know, follow us on Twitter because that is definitely where you can get that information. You can follow me over at Music City Nerd. That is usually where I push all of our content anyway. Just, um, I don't know, because I, I suck at swapping back and forth between two, uh, <laughs> two uh, Twitter posts or uh, two Twitter accounts. But yeah, um, that's pretty much all we had to tell you guys today. And we're going to close out here. And we hope you guys have a good week. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, we greatly appreciate it. If you can leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics, that is Optics with an X, to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one.